Hi, and welcome back to Weekly Dev Tips. I'm your host, Steve Smith, aka R. Dallas. This is episode 43 with a quick story about dependency injection. First, a quick word from our sponsor, DevBetter. Are you a software developer looking to advance in your career more quickly? Would you find a mentor and a group of like-minded professionals valuable? If so, check out devbetter.com and read the testimonials at the bottom of the page. Sign up for a risk-free membership if you're interested in growing your network and skills with us. So a few years ago, and several businesses ago, my wife and I ran an online ad business called Lake Quincy Media that served banner ads on software developer websites like W3Schools, www.asp.net, and ASPAlliance.com. We've since sold the company, but at the time, I had written the original ads serving software for the company, and over the years, as we grew, we built a team and rewrote it a couple of times. In the last iteration, we were using ASP.NET, what would now be called WebForms, and it was at that time that I first really came to understand how to use dependency injection. I still remember exactly how it happened, and it dramatically changed how I looked at structuring my object-oriented applications from that point forward. Backing up a bit, I'd learned about and bought into practices like automated testing and continuous integration some years earlier. These practices were not as widespread as they are today, especially in the Microsoft development space, but we were using them at Lake Quincy Media to good effect on our ad server software, which also included the publisher and advertiser portals and things like that. We were using a continuous integration server called Cruise Control, which included a nice system tray tool called CC Tray that would pop up a notification and play a sound anytime the build failed or was fixed. It worked great, and problems that broke the build were quickly addressed by our small team. However, the application was architected using a traditional N-tier architecture that was the recommended approach of the time. This meant that the ASP.NET app depended on the business logic, and that depended in turn on the data access layer, which then called the database. Tests of the business logic required a test database, and so our tests ran SQL scripts that reset the database to a known good state before every test. Running several hundred of these tests took about 5 to 10 minutes on the build server as a result, which wasn't exactly ideal. The point is, we were using automated tests, but our architecture was forcing us to rely more on integration tests rather than unit tests. This background leads to the next part of the story. I remember distinctly trying to write a test for a method that dealt with saving new banner ad media files once they were uploaded to the server. The method in question needed to save the file, perform some work on that file, and then, based on some other factors, call some other methods. I was trying to write tests for this, but I was forced to write tests that actually dealt with the file system, and these were very painful. A configuration file was required to specify the upload path. This path wasn't the same between servers and developer machines. Sometimes the file would be locked and tests would fail, or someone would check in the wrong version of the config file with the path set wrong, and the tests would fail, and it was all quite brittle. Working with the files really wasn't what we were trying to test, it was the conditional logic of the method that was the point of these tests. By chance, I was chatting with my friend and fellow MVP and Iraq War veteran Jeffrey Palermo as I was struggling with this. We hopped on a screen share, and together, he showed me how to change my business level class so that it wasn't working directly with the file system. Instead, he created an interface that included the required file operations like saving and renaming the file, and then move the actual logic for working with the file system into a new class that implemented this interface. Then he created an instance of the interface in the business level class, which was set by the constructor. 
However, in our test code, he showed me how to create a fake implementation of the file interface, which we could have the test configure to return whatever kind of result we needed for the test case we were validating. This was huge. It literally blew my mind and changed how I thought about and wrote code from that day forward. Aaron B., who recently joined my tips mailing list, prompted this tip with his question, what is one thing you wish you knew when you first started your development career? And this is what I thought of. Thanks, Aaron, and thanks again, Jeffrey, for showing me this awesome technique for reducing painful coupling in software applications. This was my first introduction to real dependency injection and how it could solve the real problems I was facing in my application. It's also an example of using the strategy design pattern, as I would discover later. Needless to say, armed with this technique and a desire to learn more about the related solid principles and other design patterns, my tests quickly started to emphasize unit tests wherever possible instead of using integration tests for everything. Our builds started to get much faster, and we found tests were quicker and easier to write as well, in addition to being less brittle. Now, this was over 10 years ago, but I wish I'd learned it much sooner in my career, and I hope sharing it here will help some of you learn it sooner than you otherwise would have. If you have a story you'd like to share about something you learned later in your career that you wish you'd learned sooner, hop over to weeklydevtips.com 043 and leave it as a comment. Thanks. That's it for this week. If you want to hear more from me, go to ardallis.com tips to sign up for a free tip in your inbox every Wednesday. I'm also streaming programming topics on twitch.tv ardallis most Fridays at noon Eastern time. Thank you for subscribing to Weekly Dev Tips, and I'll see you next week with another great developer tip.